Yes, well, um, it's been a bit of a busy week. Uh, it's been quite challenging, partly because of Darren. Um, no news there. So, um, yeah, things are sort of bibbing and bobbing a bit, and uh, it's a bit like the rain at the moment, which seems to be coming and going with uh, increased regularity, sort of. Anyway, uh, welcome to episode 25. Yes, it's my silver anniversary of Mr. Burt Blocks. Well, it has been a busy week, actually, and um, I've had quite a lot of traumas. Um, there is a bit of excitement that I'm actually thinking of taking on commission now for the green roasting tin or the roasting tin books, because I've now got about three friends who've bought the book on my recommendation. So I think I ought to get in touch with, I uh, can't remember her name, Rukmini something or other, and... Um, just tell her that, you know, the majority of her sales now are going through me because I could do with the money. Um, so, um, yeah, so there was a bit of trauma because I did buy before lockdown when we started with the roasting tin books. I bought uh, near where I work, in the city where I work, there's a sort of catering trade shop and I bought a very lovely, well, that car could have gone a bit quicker. Oh, where's the fire? Oh, no, there's something really annoying. Well, I'll come back to that. Um, so I bought a baking tray, roasting tin, rather. Um, and I didn't really realise that uh, non-stick's not non-stick. Well, I mean, it is non-stick, but you have to look after it. And uh, over the months, um, I've managed to burn quite a lot of things onto the non-stick pan. And um, oh, it's all going down the road today. Is that Dylan Brown's hatch? Honestly, it's meant to be 20 miles per hour. It's 70. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm putting quite a lot of food on it. Uh, we had another incident over the weekend when I did um, roast, uh, yeah, roast sweet potatoes and onions, and the onions have burnt. So, um, and also the non-stick started coming off now. Uh, so I don't know whether that matters or not, other than we probably poisoned ourselves eating it. So it's like, do I go and buy another one? I suppose I can order it online. And then my other problem is, well, one of my many problems, I got this computer, so I could actually go and kill two birds with one stone. I got this computer from Curry's. Was it Curry's? PC World, somewhere on Tottenham Court Road. And um, it, was the, it was the one I wanted, but it was the last one they had. And it was sort of just as shops were starting to open after lockdown. And they only had the one on display, which I got. Anyway, I don't think they've... They've obviously had some locks and settings put on it while it was on display because they went off and dilly-dallied around with it for ages. And um, anyway, I can't print on it. There's some administration disbarring on it and there's a couple of other things I can't do. Uh, and I just haven't got... I just can't be bothered taking the damn thing back. That's the trouble. And I should have... Well, it's not my problem. I mean, they did it so far. I think they just haven't had to say everything. So I could have, I could go into town and do that and do the roasting tin. I don't really want to buy another one, to be honest. But um, do I want to go into town? That's the thing. Um, it's just like, it's just getting to that time. When, I don't know. I don't know. The infection rates are all whipping up. But um, I've just got no inclination to go out, really. It's just wet and miserable outside. And, of course, the days are getting shorter. Could I sound a bit more cheerful? I quite like the winter nights. I mean, I do like them because I um I hate being woken up by daylight. So I hate the summer waking up at five o'clock in the morning just because it's light. And I do have blackout blinds, but they don't 
keep all the light out. And then in the winter it's, well, it's sort of nice and it isn't nice because I tend to sleep like an absolute log because it's dark, so I don't wake up. And then, of course, the alarm goes up and I'm absolutely on another planet. I can't wake up for ages. And that's the time I always get a bit depressed. I always lie in bed and get a bit miserable. I'm fine when I get out. It's just some chemical thing on my brain just waking up. Uh, I do like going to bed in the winter very much indeed. And uh, I don't like getting up in the winter at all. Uh, and I am feeling, you can feel that sort of lack of energy. I'm sure it's not just me. There's a bit of lack of energy coming on uh, as we're going into autumn. Um, I did manage yoga this morning, which was marvellous until the neighbours drove their car, uh, parked it outside and all got out. So I'm standing there waving my hands around like an idiot with a window open because apparently I was doing Bikram yoga this morning, which is that hot yoga that everybody does in their pants. Um, I suddenly realised I was having real trouble with it. Uh, then realised that I was having real trouble because I was so hot and then realised the heating was on which I hadn't turned on so I then have to open the window and um, so I've got the yoga floating out of the window and I'm standing around looking like some poncy muswell so and so anyway uh, there are the worst things in life and then I went for a run which is quite jolly I'm doing quite well now I'm doing 5k in about 31 minutes so that's all quite exciting and um, and then I come back and I usually come back quite energized but I've just been tired all today I've got a lot of writing that's that's one of my other problems I've got a lot of writing on at the moment I've got to get uh, tomorrow I've got my radio course and then it's the last of four and I've really really enjoyed them but um, he suggested we don't have to he suggested we all put in about 10 pages of the start of something um, for tomorrow um, and I've had quite, I've got this thing where, and I've done, I'm doing another bit of writing. I know I've sort of got the concept in my head, but I don't really know where it's going. And I'm not in another car. That could go a bit faster as well. Um, I don't really know. I sort of know where it's going, but I don't really know where it's going. And I don't really know the details. And I sort of do work like that. I sort of, I'm one of these people who just sits and writes while they have things planned out in my head. But that always involves panic because I always go through stages of I can't think of what to do next or I don't know where this is going. Um, and it's been like getting blood out of stone writing 10 pages. I ended up copying and pasting actually to a humorous effect within the uh, within the writing, but uh, lazy effect, lazy purpose for me. Um, and then of course I've got all, all um, competitive because the person running the course has put up a Google documents thing and three people over the weekend put work in and I have to say they were all really good one I thought was absolutely ex really excellent actually and it could only be done on radio so it was really really good um I like her actually she's she's nice she's on the course obviously she's on the course uh, she's nice but we haven't really got to know each other because it's just a bit odd on zoom you don't sort of um bond in the way you would if you were all around the table or mind you might be sometimes you don't bond when you're around the table you hate each other so, um, yeah, no, it has been quite a nice little group. And then, of course, Darren's just messing me around as usual. Um, I've had him telling me all week how much he hates actors. Uh, there's the pot calling the kettle black. And, um, you know, as if he's some sort of, you know, really got it together person who never messes anybody around and never gets distracted or scatterbrain. And, you know, and, and, you know, an example of this is uh, so he's basically commissioned six writers or seven writers or something to all write a 10 to 15 minute piece 
to be done on Zoom and to sort of refer to Zoom in some way or another, uh, which is going to be his company's damn cheek. Why do I keep promoting it? Well, I am going to keep promoting it because I'm going to have one. I'm doing one of the pieces in November. So mine is, um, I can't remember what mine is actually. What's mine? Oh yeah, mine's a bit, um, now you see there's a, one of those push chairs that goes by when it's raining that's completely covered in see-through plastic. And I remember when I was in, we were in uh, Copenhagen for a friend's wedding um, years and years ago and she said that the Scandinavians get really, they just won't have those plastic things over prams, push chairs. You, um, you have the you have the fresh air on the child or nothing because otherwise they might suffocate, and I can sort of see their point actually, but at least through the see through thing I don't mind why I'm talking about this anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, what's my yeah my I think it's a bit sort of I got a bit confused basically because I thought he meant that he was going to have actors in his room acting out each one and. He sent some garbled um, email, which I didn't understand, so I had to ring him. And, of course, then I got grief for that. And, um, no, the idea is to have actors, each actor's got their, is in their own room, on their own Zoom camera, which if I thought about it, I could have worked out for myself, admittedly. So I'm trying to make it as difficult as possible for him, because he's supposed to be directing them all. Uh, you know, nothing egotistical about that in any way whatsoever. Uh, I'm making it really, really difficult for him. Uh, so anyway, he's got this brilliant um, marketing PR idea, brilliant in inverted commas, that we all have to take a selfie, which I find stressful at the best of times. And then added to that, we've got to hold up a piece of paper with the name and play written on it, but not our own name and play. No, that would be far too easy and sensible. It's got to be the name and the play of one of the other people. I just don't understand. I mean, what what's the point? It's not funny and it's not clever. So I didn't have any help at the time I had to do it. And I'm standing there with, I mean, I can't, I haven't got, I haven't got one of those selfie stick things. I had to um, get a, um, a paper clip and pin the piece of paper to my uh, top of my jumper and then take a selfie of myself looking about 105 years old because it's coming upwards and you know, I look like a turtleneck. Um, it's just ridiculous. And, um, oh God, everybody looks so miserable in the rain. Um, so, and then, and then you're supposed to decorate the piece of paper. I mean, you know, oh, that, I'm not a child. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to draw flowers on it. And then you're also supposed to pull a face or something hilariously funny. Well, no. So uh, I've managed to do that and send it off. But there was this email came through, um, you know, it says, I've had an idea for the publicity image for the evening. Uh, I would like to ask you all for a very simple mugshot selfie. Well, as I've just explained, mugshot selfies are not simple and they're certainly not very simple. Um, he keeps saying, don't stress, you know, as if he means that, because he doesn't. Um, give me your piece by 5pm on Saturday, the 12th of October. Yeah, well, if you look at your calendar, you can see what's wrong with that one. Further down, uh, and ask you to send me yourself about 5pm 5, 5 on Sunday, the 12th of October. 
Okay, so there we go. Uh, this, by the way, was all sent on the 7th of October. Um, then we get another email I don't know, on the 11th saying, can I have it back? Can I have your mugshot back by tomorrow evening, Monday? Which if you actually look at your calendar is the 12th. Uh, you know, he's just got no control over his life. That's all I can say. So, of course, that put me in an absolute spin. Um, and I don't think it's a very good idea, and I'm sure nobody else does that's listening to this. So, um, yeah, so that's him. I'm not talking about him anymore. Yeah, so I'm getting cross because at the end of the road, there's, um, and it's they're actually growing green plastic bags, which seem to be full of leaves. Now, I'm not turning into my friend's mother, who uh, used to go into battle with autumn every year. Uh, it was her versus autumn, versus all the dead leaves in the world, who were all falling off the trees, uh, just to annoy her. Um, I don't mind dead leaves, but I do mind people that put dead leaves in, in bags and then leave them on the corner of two roads, so that when you walk round the corner, you trip up over them. So they've been increasing, and I've noticed they're also now on other corners of other roads. Always a corner. And now the ones at the end of our road have now moved into the middle of the road. So I had to kick them uh, to the side, because frankly a car was going to come around the corner and just hit them. So I've sort of kicked them into the gutter now. There's still a great big pile of them. And all I can think is we now, because of our marvellous uh, local council, we have to pay £75 a month for our green bin. To be taken away which is the uh, garden rubbish refuse so i'm not paying 70 pounds to have my green bin and <laughs> i just bought all the garden refuse in the uh, the household bin bins because they don't they just stick them on the back of the waste lorries and tip them in and nobody looks at it i don't i don't understand how they even look at what they do with the um, recycling because you just stick it all in and they just all tip it together i suppose they have sophisticated machinery or something or people that just pick everything apart i don't know anyway Probably doesn't even get recycled, probably just someone gets burned. Um, so, yeah, so that's annoying me. And uh, there's a white car I've never seen before. Oh, a white car going in the car park opposite, and I've never seen that car before. Visitors, possibly. Um, yes, yeah, so that's really, really irritating me at the moment. People of the road, uh, I keep bumping into them now, actually, now I'm seeing them in the street, I keep seeing them. Um, I can see, um, I was sitting on the sofa the other night, and I can see across over the top of their their famous gate, uh, I can see a window, first floor window. Must be quite high up, actually. Anyway, oh yeah, because I'm on the first floor. No, I'm, I'm talking rubbish, it's a ground floor window they've got over there. Anyway, it's always up, down, up, down, up, down. I don't know what they do in that room. I saw it go up, and I saw a child climbing out of it. The child's are only about five or something, six, just climbing out of it. And I just thought, well, if it's, you know, if that child, it sort of got onto the windowsill and then sort of held, seemed to hold a drain pipe and shimmy down. I just had in pictures of, you know, the child going head first and cracking its head open. Um, I did consider going out and doing something, but I can't shower. Just not interested. Anyway, it seemed to be all right. So um, I don't know what goes on in that house, really. Um, the funny thing is that the man uh, drives a motorcycle and um, it's all cars up and down the street today but not many people because of the rain he, um, I don't know what he does he drives his motorcycle around to the side and then I think he rings 
on the mobile and about half an hour later she opens the door because the gate and lets him in. Um, but of course he can't open it from the outside so that's probably their only way to do it. Um, it's not that interesting really. So what else has been going on? So yes, um, oh yeah I've got lots of birthday presents to buy, that's all traumatic. Uh, yeah, I've got one for somebody else in this household, which is, you know, always difficult. Uh, I got it wrong last time. Or did I actually? No, I can't remember. Maybe yeah, no, I think I did. So um, I've gone for, uh, I was going, I was actually saw a very nice Chinese bowl on an auction that was estimated at 20, 30 pounds. Um, forgot to bid for it. Luckily, it went for a hundred. I mean, hundred pounds. It wasn't even marked. It didn't have a lot of these Chinese things have got stamps on them, so you know roughly how old they are. So it could have been anything. Uh, hundred pounds. Anyway, I've gone off the. I'm trying. I've got the heating off. Actually, I've got two jumpers on. I'm trying to keep the heating off for a bit longer. I mean, it's been on a bit. I just don't like putting the heating on before November. It's going to be on constantly the whole winter. Um, so I'm clutching my tea and um, rocking a bit faster than normal, trying to keep warm with my two jumpers. So um, yeah, so anyway, I've ended up um, I've ended up getting a coin, uh, which I know doesn't sound very exciting, but it's from the Persian Empire, uh, some some time long long time ago, because we saw the art of Persia on BBC Four, which is an absolutely fantastic program. Um, Samira Ahmed had been given a lot of access to places that uh, Westerners, I think, what do we call them? Western, yes, Westerners don't normally get access to, and uh, it was a tremendous program. So if you're interested in uh, unusual things, and it well actually basically the 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 the, hit, the program sort of became history of Persia uh, now modern day around, and it was absolutely fascinating. And then the other really interesting program, anyway, is some getting a coin from from. Timothy Medhurst, who, if anybody watches uh, Celebrity uh, Antiques Roadshow, Road Trip, not Roadshow, that's Fiona Bruce, um, he's one of them that does that, and he collects coins, so I managed to get a coin, so that's nice. And then um, then I've got my sister-in-laws, which I've been in a real cataddle about, uh, but uh, my brother came up with an idea, so uh, that's all sorted. Uh, but it, it's very traumatic buying um Christmas presents and that and and anyway that's uh, not Christmas presents of course that's going to be next isn't it birthday presents so yeah and the other program on channel on BBC Four is the Secret History of Writing which I have to say is one of the most fascinating programs I've ever seen on the television it really really is uh, absolutely I mean I mean it's just uh, you just don't think twice about writing or letters or anything. And this is going right back to the very beginning of when sort of Egyptian hieroglyphs started becoming uh, read less as pictures and, and more as symbols, uh, which then sort of eventually became letters. Um, it, it really is. Um, it's just a fantastic programme. Um, it's just I just get to the end and feel I've been challenged and I feel I've learned something. And it's like going on a course, you know, and really learning about something. I was sort of thinking about taking up calligraphy, but I'm uh, not a perfectionist and I, I'll just make a mess. I'll knock the ink over and get cross. So I don't think that's a good idea, really. So uh, and we watched a couple of films, Knives Out. I think I might have mentioned that last week, which was lovely. And then because we've been watching Aquafina is Nora from Queens, which is a 20 minute, 10 episode um, comedy on BBC Three. 
Um, and it, Aquafina is, I haven't seen her in anything. She's an actor who you may have seen. She was in The Farewell and, and in Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, basically, she does a sort of, um, I didn't realise it's a sort of alter ego, uh, this comedy. She's sort of, oh no. Man getting into parked car. Now that, that, I mean, that car that's just driven down is speeding. If there was a child crossing the road, or anybody crossing the road, there'd be no chance in hell of him getting his brakes on. It's just ridiculous. It's wet as well. I don't know who that man is that got into that car. Of course, I got diverted by Mr. Speedy, if it was Mr. Mighty and Miss. Miss. Mrs. Um, anyway. So, Aquafina, yes, so she's sort of like an alter ego of how she is. It got a, a um, her, her life story, it got a bit of, it took me a few episodes to get into it, because she speaks quite quickly, and it's quite slangy, but by about halfway through, uh, it just becomes very, very sweet, and uh, quite moving, actually, and it's lovely, I really, really liked it. So, because she was in The Farewell, which is a film I wanted to see for ages, but because it was about dying, I've been sort of um avoiding it uh well we watched that other weekend and that is a truly beautiful film absolutely beautiful film um i've really enjoyed it and I'm, I'm, it's the sort of film you can watch more than once um yeah I've, I've just got just just watch it it's great it's a beautiful beautiful film and then the other thing uh that the Farewell is sad. It's billed as a comedy. There's no way it's comedy. I mean, it's got funny bits in it, but it's not a comedy. Uh, the other thing, which I have to admit was recommended by Darren, is on Netflix documentary called My Octopus Teacher, which the less said about it, the better, but is absolutely astounding piece of documentary. I mean, and you just just watch it and uh, and have a box of tissues by you. It's extraordinary. Uh, I'm not going to say any more about that. I'm just going to say watch it. That's my octopus teacher on um, uh, Netflix. So if you've stuck something to watch, Aquafina uh, is Nora from Queens and The Farewell and My Octopus Teacher. I do need something a bit more upbeat. Though. I need to find a new comedy. Although we are on the third series of Young Offenders, which is great. And But then again, that just gets really sad in places and I get very emotional. Uh, yeah, ooh, 22 minutes and counting. Um, I better get on. I've got to get this writing done. Um, it's still great. It's still raining. And the man who got in the car is still sitting in the car with the lights on. So uh, none the wiser than that's probably another drug drop. Thank you for listening. And uh, I'll be with you again next week. Tutty bye. <laughs>